And of course, uh, who remembers Christmas? It was um, a bit ago, wasn't it, where we remember Jesus' birthday? Who, uh, and, uh, and maybe you still remember it, it seems a long time ago now though, doesn't it? What about New Year's resolutions? Maybe you've made some, maybe you've forgotten them, maybe you've broke them, I don't know. But I'm hoping that today we'll uh, recapture perhaps something of, uh, of that, uh, the gifts of Christmas that affect us now, now that all of the hype of Christmas has gone. Now, presents. Who had any presents at Christmas? Who had something to eat at Christmas, like um, chocolate as a present? Yes. Okay, put your hands down. Who has eaten their chocolate that they had at Christmas? Well, uh, and that's quite right. That's what it's there for, isn't it? Nothing wrong with that. Put your, your hands down. Who's still got any of your sweets, any of your chocolate? Oh, my word. Yes. Okay. Put your hands down. Here's um, uh, a present. You may guess what it is, and, um, but sadly, uh, sadly it's, uh, it's empty. I wonder, you, you perhaps had other gifts as well as uh, sweets. I wonder if, has anybody got a present that they've now lost or broken that they had at Christmas? Yes, yes, one or two, yes. And, uh, and so, in some ways, Christmas has, uh, has been and gone, and some of the things are just um, uh, forgotten. What about New Year's resolutions? Anybody make a New Year's resolution? Yes? Anybody, you don't have to tell me what, but anybody broken that New Year's resolution? Yes, yes. Anybody still kept that New Year's resolution? Whoa, that's good. Yes, okay. You can put your hands down. So I think it's a good opportunity because uh, the wise men, they're sometimes called magi in the Bible we'll have in a reading in a moment, um, sometimes called wise men, sometimes kings, they came after, after Jesus was born. In fact, that's the first word in the, in the Bible reading, after Jesus was born. So it's a good time after, after Christmas, just to have uh, think again about the gifts of the, the wise men and, and perhaps the effect that those gifts might have upon us. So let's hear the, the reading, if um, the guides could, could come out. Good job it's empty, isn't it? So do you want to both get so that you can share the mic? So, so let's listen to God's word. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Maggie from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, as all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together 
All the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no (coughs) means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found them, the exact time when the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over a place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Very much. So it was after Jesus was born that the, uh, the three kings, well, we don't actually know how many kings there were. They came and uh, they, were, they followed. Do you remember, anybody remember what they, uh, they followed? How did they know the way? It's a simple, it's just a star, yes. And they followed that. They didn't, yes, Elby. Go on. Four were they? Right. Okay. Elby thinks there was four. It doesn't actually say in the Bible how many, but that's interesting, Elby. Yes, thank you. And they didn't quite know the way. And they came from a long way away. We don't actually know where they came from. But they, uh, they had a long journey. And they were following this star. And then they asked to have to ask directions of, of where to go. And they ask of, of King Herod, who was a bad man, and so they had to uh, go back by a different uh, route. But when they found Jesus, did anybody know what they did from that reading? What did they do? They bowed down. They bowed down and worshipped him. So they're on a journey. And all of us are on a journey. We may be on a, a journey where we travel somewhere, but on that journey of, of finding God. Maybe from a long way away, or maybe somewhere close. And we need to worship our Lord Jesus. And then, what did they, uh, they give Jesus? Yes. Gold frankincense and myrrh. That's right. And they gave him what they'd got. And we need to, uh, to give the Lord our gifts. Maybe as we think about our New Year's resolutions, maybe we've broken them, maybe we've still got them. What are we giving in our worship, in our lives to our Lord? So we're going to be exploring this and exploring why did they give him gold, 
and frankincense and myrrh. Surely these were a bit odd, these gifts, weren't they? And, uh, but let's, let's just um, see what, what the Lord has to teach us through gold, frankincense and myrrh. We're going to have, uh, have our offertory uh, now. And during the offertory, if we could have the, the lights off, hopefully we'll see uh, a celebration. As you see, in this country, we don't make a lot of the kings, do we, coming? But in other countries, in particular Spain, they make a really big thing about the coming of, uh, of the kings and they have a, a big parade. This, this parade that we're going to see is of, from Madrid. And you'll see uh, somebody dressed up as a king at the end, but they have a, a great big party, they have a great big celebration for something that, uh, well, is called Epiphany, and that's the coming of the wise men. But also, Epiphany is, is a, a word that means when the penny drops, when we suddenly understand, and maybe today, God will teach us something, and the penny will drop, will suddenly understand. So be open to what the Lord has to teach us. Anyway, our offering will be received and we'll enjoy watching a short clip. This is This Year in Madrid. So they make a big thing about the, uh, the visit of the, the wise men, the kings. Let's um, receive our offering now. Thank you. Let's pray and we'll use the special Amen at the end. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that today we can uh, remember more about the gifts of those wise men. We've seen the big celebration in, in Spain. Lord, help us today to remember the gifts that we can give to you. Show us, perhaps today, what gifts you want us to give. And Lord, we thank you for these gifts of money. Bless their use in this place and wherever they're needed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. One of the gifts that we have is being able to pray for people. And over this week, there's been a number of people who have been ill, and we've been able to pray for them. And, but there's, uh, there's lots of things that we can pray for, and so Sally is now going to to lead us in prayer. The wise men brought gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. But how wise were these gifts? Somebody once said that a wise woman wouldn't have brought gold, frankincense and myrrh. They'd have brought nappies and maybe 
something for the family to have eaten. And, and maybe they'd have got there on time. They wouldn't have arrived after, so they could actually help with the birth. What would other people have brought? Well, our puppeteers have, uh, have got a, a presentation for us about the unwise monsters. What gifts have they got? The unwise monsters. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Um, obviously, we were thinking about Jesus' birth over Christmas. And this morning, we're thinking about um, the gifts the wise men brought. Now, I've got three friends, three little monsters. And it's their, birth, it's their friend's birthday tonight. And I've asked them to pick up a gift, some gifts for the friend's birthday. I'm a little worried, though, because I'm not sure what they might have come back with. So, um, to me, sometimes I worry that they're a little bit like three unwise monsters. So, um, we're going to have to call them, though, because I think, I think they might be asleep. Monsters? Monsters? You might have to help me. They're going to give us a shout. One, two, three, shout monsters, okay? One, two, three... One more time. <laughs> A bit louder. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> you woke us up. It doesn't look like it. You still look like you're still a bit asleep. I was having the most wonderful dream. About our youth worker leaving the church. It was such a happy day. You had a dream uh, about the youth worker leaving the church and it was happy. Wow, well, you really are little monsters, aren't you? Um, how about you? Okay, now have you remembered it's your friend's birthday? Yes, of course. And? And what? Did you get the present? Uh, yes. Yes, we got three wonderful presents. I'll go get mine. Wait for me. Uh, okay, we got it. Uh, uh, about time. One hiking boot. Um, wait, where's the other one? I got hungry. Now, you must have been quite hungry to eat the other boot. Well... Uh, and you? Have you got a present? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I'm a little bit confused. Uh, why? Well, everybody needs toilet roll. Well, I suppose everyone does need toilet roll. I can't deny that that is a useful gift. And finally, what was the last present? My present. Okay, you ready for this? A TV. A TV remote. Um, so not... 
not a TV. Of course, well, I don't know what to say, you're so thoughtful. We got a present for you as well. Oh, yeah. brilliant, you've got a present for me, what have you got? Okay, you ready? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, you ready? Okay. What is it? Deodorant. Deodorant? <laughs> yes, we think you need it. Uh, th thank you, um, I will use this every day. Thank you. Okay, say goodbye to everyone. Give them a bow. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you very much to the puppets, the three unwise monsters. So uh, those gifts that they gave, uh, they were a little bit odd as well, weren't they? Like the, what did we say? It was gold, frankincense and myrrh. Well, let's take it the opposite way round. If we look at, at myrrh first. Now, I've got to be careful with what I say next because who wants to be more beautiful? Now, note, I didn't say who needs to be more beautiful. I'm not that stupid. Who wants to be more beautiful? Yes, uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have said yes so enthusiastically, should I, Ron? Yes, yes. Would you like to come out to the front, Ron? You, what, what did you say? You'd like to be younger. Well, that, yes. yes. Um, Charlotte, could you um, help us out? That, um, what we've got here, what we've got here is some myrrh. Now, it's mixed with some other things. And lots of beauty products have... <laughs> Why are you laughing at poor Ron? Lots of beauty products have got myrrh in. It may not be on the list of ingredients, but it's got myrrh in. Charlotte, would you like to try and... Uh, sorry, help, help this man to be more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? Is it an instant change? Maybe, maybe it might take a little longer. Uh, stay there, Charlotte. Anybody else want to be more beautiful? You, you might want to just uh, put a little bit on. <laughs> the good news is, Ron that uh, myrrh is, uh, is meant to, to help with the aging process. What, help the age? No, not help you, help you to look younger, you see. So uh, we'll see over the next few weeks, won't we, how, how it uh, happens. Yeah, well, you can uh, buy... Anybody else want a little... Any of the children want a little bit of myrrh? No? No, just a... A little bit. So this is myrrh. That's fine. Okay, you can sit down, Ron. That's brilliant. Thank you, Charlotte. Um, this is actually uh, Charlotte's, and she's not looking bad for 53, is she? That um, she puts it on every day. And um, so, so myrrh is used. 
to make uh, people, if they use it, outside themselves more beautiful, physically more beautiful. But also, myrrh was, uh, was given not to Jesus to make him beautiful, but it was uh, also used on mummies. Not the sort of mummies uh, that are here, but on Egyptian mummies. Who knows anything about Egyptian mummies? They're not alive. Yes, Egyptian mummies uh, were dead, and that they uh, it's what's called embalmed. That, that they were they, they were given put myrrh on them to uh, to to help. <coughs> We could, except there'd be a waste, wouldn't it, to have, to have dressed somebody up as a, as a mummy. And, uh, and uh, it, myrrh was put on to, uh, to dead people, and, and that was why the present was given to Jesus, because they knew that Jesus would die. He would die on the cross so that our sins could be forgiven. It wouldn't make us more beautiful on the outside, but would make us more beautiful on the inside. Because when we, uh, we do bad things, when we sin, then it makes us ugly on the inside. And so it's good to remember myrrh, to remember the Lord's forgiveness, and we can be beautiful on the inside. Another thing that myrrh is in, is in this. Does anybody know what this is? Yes. <laughs> so, so some of us perhaps don't need a mouthwash, but some of us, what comes out of our mouths isn't always good. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, Carol. Because um, I, I just need to be careful of what comes out of my mouth. And myrrh is in many mouthwashes. And, uh, and so when we take a mouthwash, all of uh, the, the bad sort of bacteria can get, can get destroyed. And the Lord can help us to, uh, that when we're, we're more beautiful on the inside, that what comes out through our words is not nasty words, not bad words, but nice words. Yes, LB. Um, uh, I don't think that would be a good idea. Because uh, uh, um, uh, I, I just need to ask your parents if you could, if you could do that, okay? So, uh, so we'll, you, you might be able to have a go afterwards, but I don't think it's a good idea now, just in case you're allergic to this and, um, and I don't want to get into, uh, into trouble. Is that okay, LB? I don't want you to get, to get things. So uh, myrrh is a wonderful gift that was given to Jesus because they knew that he would die and, and save us from our, the wrong things, from our sins. And we're perhaps reminded of that with the beauty products and can make us more beautiful within and with the mouthwash so that what comes out of our mouths is good. Well, so we've done myrrh. What's the next one that we're doing? Gold. Gold will do at the end. Yes, LB? 
Frankincense. Now I've got some frankincense here. I've got some frankincense sticks. Perhaps somebody would help me. Thanks, James. <laughs> Do you mind holding that? Yeah. So these are frankincense. If you blow it out now... Maybe would somebody else somebody else want to you yes, if you come over here, can somebody help me out? Just light a light a few. Is that okay if somebody would do that and Caroline would walk round? Let people smell it. Have we got smoke sensors in here? I don't know. So this is frankincense, okay? This is the smell of frankincense. It was used in the the sort of uh, the temple, the places of worship in Jesus' day. And it was given to Jesus because he would help us in our our worship, help us in our prayers. And uh, so that's why it was given. And uh, do you like the smell? Try it at the back there. It's meant to be a nice smell. And, uh, and how nice it is to God when he hears people and, uh, and uh, have people praying. It's meant to help in the prayer. And smells are interesting because you can't see a smell just as you can't see God. But you can uh, smell a smell, obviously, and you can sense where God is. And as we pray, we get closer to, uh, to God. James, I think Elby wants to smell it over there. And, there. and we can see the smoke rising as well. And, uh, and like the, the rising of our, of our prayers up to God. And so although frankincense was given to Jesus because he would help us in our prayers, perhaps as we remember frankincense, we can... Remember that God loves it when we, uh, we pray. It's a beautiful thing for him when, uh, when his people pray. And so hopefully that might help us in this new year. The myrrh to remember that uh, God wants to make us beautiful within. And the frankincense, God wants us to pray to him. Yes? It is. Yes. Well, no, they put holy water on, but also in Catholic churches they have a lot of frankincense, yes. The frankincense has gone now, we just didn't want to make it too, too strong in case any, it makes anybody cough. Now, what have I missed off? Gold. Has anybody got any gold? I could borrow, I've not got any gold, I'm only a poor minister, you know, for no, no gold. <laughs> Vander, could, uh, could I borrow it? A gold ring. 
Is it precious to you, Vanda? Yes. <laughs> Would you like it back? It'll just take a little while, but you'll get. I'm not. I'm not like one of these magicians who will bash it with a hammer or anything like that. What? What? What does it mean? This. Right. Fine. So it's it's to do with your family. It's very precious, and it's a gold, gold ring. Gold is is a very precious metal. If all of the gold in the world was put together, you know, if we melted this down and uh, and all of the other gold in the world, and made into a cube, okay, you know what I mean by a cube. Is a, a, a square, a big, uh, big square block. How big would that cube be? How big would that cube be? Any guesses? Yes, LB. Yes. Very good. Yeah, no, that's uh, brilliant, LB. I'm impressed. Just have a guess how big it would be, yes. Like massive over here. Okay. Um, uh, let's talk about meters. How many meters? All the gold in the world. How long, how long a length, do you think? I can't work out what's a cube root of 100. Sorry? No idea. <laughs> All I'm after is a length in meters. Ten, ten by ten by ten. LB. Okay. Okay. Yes, I, I think you might be right. The answer is twenty meters by twenty meters by 20 meters. That's all the gold in the world. So, we think that this, the length of this church is 15 meters. So, a bit longer than this. We think the height is about 10 meters. So, twice the height of this. And then, uh, well, about down to the toilets down there would be 20 meters by 20 meters by 20 meters. That doesn't seem a lot to me for all the gold in the world. If you don't believe me, Google it. When you get home, don't do it now. So gold is very precious. There's not a lot of it about. Vanda, would you like this back? And gold was given because it was... (laughs) Thank you. It was uh, the, the, the metal of kings, because Jesus was a king. But gold was also given because it's very precious. Like that's very precious to Vanda. And as Vanda gave it to me, and then I gave it back to her, that God wants you to know how precious you are to him. And if you feel a long way away from God, He wants 
you to come back to him. And he wants you to be close to him. Because you are very, very precious. Each one of you. Could we have our slide up, please, Colin? There's a a verse, we've read it before, we'll probably read it again, but shall we read it all together? It says, John 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then I've just simplified it a little bit. Next slide. For God so loved... And then we can insert any name into that. So if we think about the God so loved the world, it, it seems massive. Even that gold, which doesn't strike me as a lot, it's a big cube of gold. But that little ring... Perhaps like we can be reminded that us. So, Janet, we could put your name in there. For God so loved Janet that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. We'll just simplify it even more. For God so loved Janet that he gave his one and only Son, that Jesus came because he loves us all, but especially Sometimes we need to remember that he loves us. So let's all say that first bit with Janet. You don't mind, do you, Janet? No. So, so let's say it just down to one and only son. And we'll insert the name Janet. For God so loved Janet that he gave his one and only son. Of course, he didn't only love Janet. He loved Colin. Not because week by week he works a data projector, although that's good, but just because he loves him. So, shall we say the word Colin? For God so loved Colin that he gave his one and only son. And we could do that for anyone. For God so loved you. So what I want you to do now is to find out the name of the person sitting to your left and the person sitting to your right. Okay, so uh, you, might, you might need to just move, uh, move about a little bit. Okay. So, what I'm going to ask you to do is that we'll all read out this and we'll uh, insert the name of the person on your left. Now, if you're over there, I just want you to wave to, uh, because, uh, Martin, you'll be, uh, you don't have to say the word Janet because it was uh, long, but you just wave to them to, to know that God loves them. And then I'll ask you to say, for God so loved the person on your right. And if you're over this side, because there's nobody on your right, you just wave over there. Okay. Shall we do that? 
But this is, uh, this is true, and this is right, and we not want people to know this. So, first of all, uh, say out the name of the person on your left. For God so loved that he gave his one and only Son. And now we'll say the person to our right. For God so loved that he gave his one and only Son. And now we'll do it one more time. This time you can insert anybody's name in there. Somebody you perhaps feel needs to know that they're loved by God. Okay, you don't have to say it out loud if you don't want to, or you can do. So let's say it one more time. For God so loved that he gave his one and only Son. So don't forget, you're precious. You're precious to God like that gold. You can uh, pray and know the, and worship and you know the, the beautiful smell, the beautiful uh, aroma that it is when you pray to God. And with myrrh, remember that you can be beautiful within and say beautiful things out of your mouth. The three gifts, I think, can really help us as we journey like the wise men journeyed. Let's bow our heads in prayer before we, we sing. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what we've learned today. Perhaps you've really spoken to us like an epiphany moment, a penny-dropping moment. Lord God, that you love us. Help us to know that you love us. Even though we don't get everything right, even though we get things wrong. And thank you, Lord, that you can make us beautiful within when we ask for your forgiveness. And that you can make beautiful words come out of our mouths rather than bad words. Thank you, Lord. And when we pray to you, Lord, and when we worship you in all sorts of ways, how wonderful that is. Thank you, Lord, for the gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And thank you for what you've taught us today and for what we've experienced. Lord God, as we end in worship, help us to be led to be closer to you. Lord God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>